1245 The Zone's non-stop sports talk continues with a look at Nashville's teams and at news around the nation from the lead writer of 1045thezone.com. This is The Big Six. The Big Six with Jason Martin. Presented by Renters Warehouse. And here we go. Straight up, 6 o'clock. That's what it says on my watch. That means it's time for the one and only Big Six here on 104.5 The Zone. My name is Jason Martin. I'm on Twitter at jmartzone. The telephone number to reach us this evening is 615-737-1045. Hope you're doing well. Traffic? I bet you're not because traffic is... It was not fun getting here. I know it's not fun. Uh, there's still people trying to actually get in the building, including my producer, who's trapped in some of this maelstrom as well. It's just it's bad out there. So hopefully we're going to keep it uh, entertaining for you over the next hour. I'm blessed beyond measure, all reasonable and otherwise. Hope you recognize that you are as well. Hope February is treating you all right. We're nearing March. Not quite there, but man, speeding right on through 2020. There are dudes running fast on the television in front of me. I want to talk about that in the larger context here in a little bit. But we have to start where more often than not over the past handful of weeks we have started, and that is talking about Tom Brady. Because Tom Brady and what he's going to do is a relentless topic that has people's interest. It's amazing that it has so much interest when so little is actually happening. Like It seems like there's an update every day that says either the same thing or just kind of pushes the ball a little bit further on down the road. There's a concept called kicking the can down the road where you just keep on delaying something. Usually it's used in a negative context where will you stop kicking the can down the road and do this thing that I want you to do. The Tom Brady story is the ultimate kick in the can down the road. And a guy that's kind of becoming famous as a result of it, even though he's he's widely respected in NFL circles, but many people had not heard his name before he started being the guy that was dropping all the updates, is Jeff Darlington, who's now with ESPN. And so he goes on TV, and he's been doing all these Brady updates, and he goes on TV this morning on ESPN and he just lets out a shocker. And ESPN loves, absolutely loves it when their people create news that then they can take around all the rest of their shows for the rest of the day and make stories out of thin air. And I'm not saying this is thin air. I think we have Jeff Darlington here. Here is what Jeff Darlington had to say, which I think you may have also just heard on 3HL as well, but I want you to hear it again. Here's Jeff Darlington of ESPN and what he now believes and what he has said about the future of the greatest quarterback of all time. No matter how many times we say that Tom Brady is likely to not play for the Patriots next year, I either get blasted or told that I am wrong. That makes sense because we cannot wrap our heads around it. There are people very close to Tom Brady who are being told by Tom Brady, it's not going to happen. Like, I'm going somewhere else. Like, that's the way that we're operating here Mm. within those circles. And yet even those people don't necessarily believe that Tom, at the end of the day, won't go into Bill Belichick's office and Belichick won't sit there and say to him, Tom, we need you back. We have to have you back. And that Tom Brady will return to the Patriots. We need 
to wrap our minds around the fact that it is far more likely than not that Tom Brady will not be back with the Patriots. Hmm. I am now at the point where I would be stunned if Tom Brady returns to the Patriots. And there's your walk-off shot. I am to the point where I would be stunned if Tom Brady returns to the New England Patriots. I am not to that point. Because I still see negotiating and maneuvering and leveraging. But I can tell you that Jeff Darlington has gone out so far on this limb that if it turns out to be wrong, he's going to get mauled. He's talking about what people are saying on Twitter to him right now. As full-throated as he has gone down this pathway with what he said this morning, and it's kind of been building towards this moment for Jeff Darlington. If he turns out to be wrong, this is going to harm him. This is going to harm his career. So I don't think he is doing this to make a name for himself. He has been the guy that seems to be plugged in, and I don't know who his sources are exactly. But maybe we do need to start wrapping our brains around the possibility that Tom Brady's not going to be a pa- not going to be a Patriot anymore, not going to be wearing a New England uniform this fall. And if you've seen the odds, the Titans are right there near the top of the list. They offer him some unique things, including familiarity with a head coach in Mike Vrabel, who played with him and won Super Bowls with Tom Brady, caught touchdowns from him, as a matter of fact. And, of course, John Robinson and weapons. But at the same time, negotiations work in a lot of different ways. And one of the big ways that negotiations tend to play out in sports and with celebrities is information being leaked that then gets out there that's used just simply to create a more desirable result for the party that's leaking the information. I just can't believe that Tom Brady's mindset is, I'm going to go somewhere else. And here's the main reason why I still am skeptical about this, but I'm at least starting to warm up to the idea that it's possible. And call me at 615-737-1045. I'll ask you a real simple question right now. Do you want Tom Brady if you're a Tennessee Titans fan? If you're out there in a car right now, call me and tell me if you want Tom Brady or not. And you can predict if you think he's going to be here, but I just want to know your feelings on it. Would you rather have Ryan Tannehill or would you rather have Tom Brady who's going to be 43 by the time the league kicks off in the fall? But I'm sitting here and I'm thinking to myself, what's the most likely thing that happens if Tom Brady were to choose to leave New England and go somewhere else? You saw the quote from Antonio Brown a couple of weeks ago in his Instagram post saying, I didn't know what I had in reference to Ben Roethlisberger and to that Steelers offense. You don't realize how lucky you are or how blessed you might be or what you might have until it's all not there anymore. Tom Brady leaves Bill Belichick, and he leaves that system, and he leaves the organization he's played his entire career for and won six Super Bowls with for whatever the reasoning is. Because he wants to win without Belichick or because he's just fed up there or because he doesn't see the the team around him that he needs to have. But at the same time, look at what the Patriots did just this past year. Yeah, they lost in the playoffs, but they're there every single year. They need some help, but everybody needs some help. The most likely scenario for Tom Brady if he leaves New England is not that he's going to win a Super Bowl somewhere else. 
It's that he's not going to win a Super Bowl somewhere else. It's that he's going to go to the Raiders and win eight games, not fall into obscurity, because it's not like Joe Montana fell into obscurity when he became a Kansas City Chief, but he also didn't play in a Super Bowl again. Tom Brady looks at this. Why would you want to go to the Raiders and put yourself in the same division as the new face of the NFL, Patrick Mahomes? Where do you have the best chance to win a Super Bowl? Because that's the only reason Tom Brady is still playing. The reason he can't walk away is because he still thinks he can play, but because he wants to continue to win Super Bowls because he is obsessed, almost addicted to winning championships. He is an ultimate competitor. His feelings and the way he felt after Kobe Bryant died, he has that same killer instinct in him, does Tom Brady which is one of the reasons why he can be polarizing. I think that the Titans would give him maybe the best chance of anybody in the AFC he could go to for sure. But Tom Brady and market size as a celebrity with who his wife is, what does that matter? Does that come into play? If it does, Dallas is where he ends up. If he's actually going to go somewhere. He goes to the Cowboys They're not sold on Dak Prescott. They don't want to get into this Kirk Cousins deal where they upset him by franchise tagging him twice, but that might be what they do to avoid having to pay him $40 million. He ends up leaving in a couple of years. They're not sure he's the guy for them long-term at the price that he wants. Sometimes, you know, there's that car out there that you want to own, but you want to own it at a certain price, and you're just not willing to pay more. And if you can get them to come off that price enough, then you'll buy that car because you do kind of like it, but you don't love it enough that you're going to break the bank entirely and no price is too high. Feels like that's more the Cowboys structuring right now as they try to navigate mentally how they feel about Dak Prescott. If there's anybody that could fill that Cowboys seat and handle whatever pressure is coming his way, it would be Tom Brady. I'm not saying that's the best deal, but he does have weapons there as well. That's a pretty well-constructed roster also. Cowboys and Titans would give him the best chance. The Colts are a little bit lower on down the list, even though they're a very solid roster as well that have been built exceedingly well by Chris Ballard. But Indy fans hate Tom Brady, despise Tom Brady because of Brady versus Manning. Now, we did see Favre play for the Vikings And the Packers and the Vikings aren't known to be friends either. But I remember talking to a couple of Colts fans when this this topic was first starting to arise. Guys in the media and people that I know and trust and went to school with, and they said it will never happen. We will not embrace Tom Brady as a quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts. I I had been thinking that would have been a great scenario at the time. So my question at 615-737-1045, we've already got a lot of calls, but you can call us as well. Do you want Tom Brady if you can get him? And if you want to predict whether he'll be here, then you can. But Jeff Darlington saying he would now be stunned if Tom Brady chooses to return to New England this year. Basically saying he's going to be playing somewhere else. You need to get it through your thick skulls that that's what's about to happen. And he's putting his credibility on the line at this point by saying that. I know it's still just an opinion, but based on all the sources that he keeps claiming are the basis, the background, the structure, the wall that allows him to kind of stand on this, it's going to look bad for him if he turns out to be wrong here. 
because it's gotten so loud and it's gotten so definite in his mind. Let's go to Josh in McMinnville. He's up first here on the program tonight. Josh, what's up? Hey, good evening. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. The more this narrative kind of just goes and goes, when I first heard it as a fan, I didn't want them to deal with it, right? That's just because we came off the loss, and I think Tannehill did a great job for us. But as I pull back more and I'm just trying to be objective, why wouldn't we want Tom Brady? Why wouldn't anybody want Tom Brady? Is it going to be weird because I've cheered against him for so long? Yeah, but at the end of the day, we would embrace him if we could win. But that's, I think, the caveat to me that is huge here is if he goes to the Titans and they don't win a Super Bowl, this fan base is going to be tore up. And I think John Robinson could be selling oranges by the freeway, so to speak, in three years if it doesn't pan out because it would be such a detrimental move to him and Rabel. I really believe that. But then again, it's a game of chance. If he if he falls off the cliff, he falls off the cliff. If he doesn't, you win a you win a Super Bowl. So I mean, obviously, I think at this point my answer would be yes. But it's still it is awkward. But I mean, if he if he puts on the two tone blue, I mean, I think we have a better chance. I really do. And that look, if you think you have a better chance to win a Super Bowl with Tom Brady than you do with what you have or what you can get, then that's a move you have to make. I was talking about this a couple of days ago in the program when I was just blown away that ESPN spent 20 minutes on a segment asking whether or not it was disrespectful for the Cowboys to consider selecting Tua Tongo Vailoa and not paying Dak Prescott. And I was like, what are you talking about disrespectful? They pay him a salary, but if there's something better out there, then thinking about taking that in a business is just, exactly what you do you might like ryan Tannehill, but if you love tom brady windows in the nfl can be awfully short ask the rams about it ask the jaguars about it ask the bears about it we'll see but maybe ask the 49ers about it you have to strike when you think you have the weaponry he's 43 years old but i still think he is a pretty daggone great quarterback especially if he has weapons and to me, if he leaves New England, it's because he doesn't think that that team can win a Super Bowl the way it's currently constructed. The Titans have a number one wide receiver in A.J. Brown. They've got a running back that you love in Derrick Henry. They've got solid playmakers on defense and a general manager with a brain on his shoulders. And I think this team is willing to listen to Brady. And if Brady says, hey, we need to make this move, this move, this move, Brady is the kind of guy that's earned the respect where you listen to him and you find a way to make it happen and try to create the easiest pathway you can for him to do exactly what you pay him to do, what you pay everybody on your football team to do, which is win a Super Bowl. 615-737-1045. Jesse, Tommy, Tyron, hang on. we got to take our first break. When we come back, I'll go through those phone calls and more. Tom Brady, according to Jeff Darlington, he'd be stunned if Tom Brady's a Patriot this fall. I'm stunned just hearing that because I'm still not ready to fully embrace it, but I'm getting there. More of your phone calls next on the Big Six on 104.5 The Zone. So, basketball on The Zone, Tennessee and Florida, Saturday at 1230 on 104.5 The Zone.
Welcome back to the Big Six here on 104.5 The Zone. Jason Martin with you on Twitter at jmartzone. So, Jeff Darlington goes on ESPN this morning on Get Up. And he says he would be stunned if Tom Brady is still a Patriot in the fall and that people need to actually start to grip this concept and not just blow it off, that he gets destroyed on Twitter every time he posts an update, but that increasingly more and more people, it seems obvious that Tom Brady wants to go elsewhere. I do want to read one other thing from this from the article that then was posted about Brady, and then we're going to get to your calls here. 615-737-1045 to join us. This is Darlington. Tom Brady is currently operating under the belief that he will enter free agency to play somewhere other than New England next season. While Brady has his eyes very clearly on free agency, there is still a belief in his circles that the Patriots will have their opportunity to convince Brady to stay. But at this point, Brady is evaluating the NFL landscape with the intention of departing, sources said. So the Patriots haven't really had any kind of a meeting with Brady. And the reason why is because of the CBA. There's uncertainty there. There's a lack of clarity there. Whether or not the players are going to ratify the new deal, that's going to reset some things. Schefter says once you know that, Belichick and Brady can discuss whatever is out there, including how a new contract could be structured. So... A source is telling Adam Schefter that until the CBA is either done or not done, they can't have that talk. So we're basing the fact that he's looking at free agency on the fact he hasn't even talked to the Patriots yet. With all due respect to Jeff Darlington, I'm still not ready to say I think Tom Brady's leaving. Maybe I'm closer to it just because of how certain he appears to be, by he I mean Darlington, about his reporting here and about his sourcing here. But the Patriots haven't even had a chance to talk to him yet. Like, they haven't had a meeting. They haven't been able to sit down and talk about a contract or talk about what Brady might want or what he might need and just start pointing out, hey, I need this guy, this guy, this guy, and make the LeBron James move where LeBron started basically saying, this is who I need on the roster. And Brady could certainly do that. He's got more clout maybe than LeBron does. Actually, I'm sure he probably does at this point. So there's a lot still out there. All right, to your phones. Mark in Nashville up next. Appreciate you waiting, Mark. What's up? Hey, Jamar. I totally agree. I mean, the thing that, I mean, sure, okay, Brady had a great year last year, 4,000 yards, 24 touchdowns, only eight picks. That's a great year. But the thing I think a lot of people keep want, you know, wanting to focus on is like, oh, yeah, you're thinking of Brady at 33, not 43. So I guess my biggest question is, how long, if assuming he hits free agency, how long would we really have him for? So, I mean, I, I'm thinking you would have to draft a quarterback and then have Brady groom him. Yeah, well, I don't disagree. I appreciate that sentiment. Here's the thing. Here's a question you need to ask yourself if you're kind of wishy-washy on Brady being a Titan. How long do you as a Titans fan want to marry yourself or commit yourself to Ryan Tannehill as the starting quarterback? Even if you liked what he did, and it'd be impossible for you not to have. He was great. But I remember in all the discussions that I had with people in this building, people that cover the league, people that called this program and any others, they all kind of had a similar feeling. And that is maybe for a couple years. 
But you don't want to still have Ryan Tannehill in four years. And maybe you do if he proves it. But right now, I think you're comfortable in about two years. Some people might say three. But let's say it's two. If it's two, that's probably what you're going to have with Tom Brady. Okay? You're not getting a long-term answer with Tom Brady, but I don't think you have a long-term answer with Ryan Tannehill. I think you have a very similar kind of temporary window here for whichever one of those quarterbacks you go with. You are going to have to draft somebody. You are going to have to groom somebody. You are going to have to have somebody that's going to be able to carry this franchise once either one of those two dudes moves on. Brady via retirement, Tannehill, I just don't think he's here half a decade from now. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think many of you would want him to be here, not because he doesn't. I mean, he fits Nashville, and he's been great. Like I said, he's a great dude. But I don't think anybody is so sold on Tannehill that they want to just go ahead and buy stock in that for five years. If it's a two-year proposition for Ryan Tannehill, then why in the world wouldn't you want Tom Brady unless you think he's done? And if you think he's done, I need you to show me what I'm missing because I don't. Jesse in the borough joins us next here on the program. Jesse, what say you? Hey, Jay Mar, Thanks for taking my call. Uh, to me, you give Derrick Henry the money. Your franchise Tannehill, I'm not saying giving him a long contract. Uh, it's nothing against Tom Brady. I think the age is going to eventually be a factor. Uh, he did look good last year in New England. But Tannehill led the NFL in completion percentage. He led the NFL in completion percentage with a number five receiver that played like a six-round pick while A.J. Brown came in and kind of took over the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to me, the questions I ask is how much – even though Brady's a good quarterback, how much is being in Belichick's system something that he strives on for years? Uh, and we're going to feel real dumb if we pick up Tom Brady and Belichick and them who are willing to let Tom Brady go for some crazy reason all of a sudden picks up Ryan Tannehill and goes deep in the playoffs when Brady comes in and wins five games or gets injured because he's not mobile enough. Thank you again. It's a fair question to ask. You said he was good this past season, and he was. And the one thing that you said that I do disagree with, you're like, well, Ryan Tannehill had a number five receiver that was playing like a sixth-round draft pick. I'm not saying that that wasn't necessarily true. I think that might be a little bit of an exaggeration, but it doesn't matter when you found another number one wideout. Like, A.J. Brown became the guy. Doesn't I mean, yeah, you might have whiffed on that pick, but A.J. Brown was a top-flight wide receiver. Tom Brady would have crawled over broken glass to have had A.J. Brown as a number one wideout on his team to help out Edelman and put him back where he really should be in the slot. And if Brady's age is going to get to him, when is it going to happen? He doesn't take a bunch of hits. He can still throw. He still works incredibly hard. Read some of the articles about his preparation and how he meets with receivers and has a stopwatch down to the millisecond of where they need to be down the field. And he said, look, if you are there at this pinpoint time and turn around, the ball's going to be right in your hands. It's going to be right between your numbers. He is as precise, as rigid in his preparation as anyone ever has been that's ever played that position. Because he has never relied on his athleticism, his fall, yeah, look, it's not usually gradual. We saw it with Phillip Rivers. I think he has fallen off a cliff. If he ends up as the Colts quarterback, I don't think that's going to go well. Maybe it will, but I don't think it's going to go well. Tom Brady hasn't really approached that cliff to me just yet. 
So I'm saying if it's a two-year proposition for either one of these two guys, do you think Tom Brady is useless two years from now? Like, Do you think after this season, when he comes back for the second season in this, I'm saying, two-year proposition, that Tom Brady's not going to be able to play football anymore? I just find that hard to believe. If he was a dude that was legendary for throwing the ball 70 yards down the field, we could have a different discussion, but much of Tom Brady's career has been dink and dunk. It's been precision, quick, get the ball out of your hands on, you know, not having to hold on to it very long. Going through your progressions, lightning quick, knowing the game better than anybody else. And to the point about Ryan Tannehill and his passer rating and his completion percentage, just because you lead the league in those categories doesn't mean you keep your job. Ask Alex Smith about it. He had the highest passer rating in the league two years ago, and what happened? Got jettisoned to Washington so that Patrick Mahomes could be the starter in Kansas City. Again, just because you got something that you think might be good doesn't mean if something great isn't there as a business, you don't at least take a look at that. Tyron in uh, Brentwood up next. What's up, buddy? Yeah, I'll tell you, and I mean, I'll just go ahead and put it out there. I'm not a Titan fan. I'm a Brady fan, but I think Brady to the Titans is a done deal, and I felt that way since August. Ever since he came up here for the joint practices, I've seen how him and Mike Vrabel was Gucci, hitting it off. And then there's a couple of things prior to that. I mean, the bottom line is this. Tom Brady was miserable as hell in New England this year. Miserable as hell. The last two years, he's been trying to get the two-year extension from New England. Now, let's just go back. A few years ago, he's MVP of the league. He loses the Super Bowl when he throws for a record 505 yards, puts up 33 points because Belichick comes back up Nick Foles. They lose that game. He comes back the following year, wins the Super Bowl, and neither year they didn't give him the assistant he wanted. If Brady didn't want to be franchised and transition tagged and free, he wouldn't be free. He is gone. And the Titans know they messed out on Tannehill. They're never going to get another year or get as far out of Tannehill as they're going to get. You give Tom Brady, A.J. Brown, you give him the slot receiver, Adam Humphreys, that's where Brady has made his whole, his whole career with that slot guy. Wilker, Edelman, Troy Brown, give him Humphreys, give him Henry. I believe they're going to franchise Derrick Henry. I believe they're going to pay Conklin. They're going to bring Brady. I believe Brady will get a two-year deal. I think he'll take a little less to come here just because he knows we have a chance to win a Super Bowl. And if he can win without Belichick, Game, set, and match. Don't ever talk to me about Belichick no more because I've always believed it was far more Brady than Belichick. Belichick was 5-11 and 11 in year one with New England. Year two, he was 0-2. Brady fell from the sky, and away they have win. But I think Brady, it's a done deal. I think Ray and John Robinson knows it. That's why they've been kind of quiet. They haven't come out and fully supported Tanny Hill because they know they've got Brady. Brady has familiarity here. Vrabel knows what Brady needs, and he's the one coach left that could reach Brady, because I think Tom, and I believe the Wilkinsham piece of fears ago when Bill tried to move on with Garoppolo, and Kraft had to step in. Belichick's been dead to Brady for a couple of years now, and Brady is gone, and he will be a Titan, and you can remember I told you this, I think it's a done deal. It's just a matter of March 18th, March 20th, March 23rd, you pick the date. Brady's coming to the Titans, and it's a done deal. Save that call. I don't agree with everything that was just said there. I really don't, but that was a great call. And it was a great call from a Patriots fan. And it's something that I would like to have to play if indeed this thing does go that way. That was a Patriots fan calling up, laying it out from his perspective that Tom Brady is gone dating back to August. I don't I don't think that I would I definitely would not concur with that. But there were some other things that he said that kinda left me a little bit uh 
questionable also. Also, let me tell you one other thing real quick before we get to break. And I see Russell's on the line, and we got another call coming in. 615-737-1045 to get in line. We'll run through some more phone calls when we come back here in just a second. But it's always cool to be wanted, man. Everybody wants to be wanted. Like, we all have pride, and we all have to deal with that in our own way. But it's cool to have suitors. It's cool to have a bunch of people clamoring that they would just like to have you in the fold. Tom Brady's never had this experience before, ever. It's always been a rubber stamp that he was going back where he already was. He was the Patriots guy. He would die with that uniform on. You would have to cut it off him with the jaws of life. He's finally got a chance to be the bell of the ball. He's finally got a chance for people to try and sell themselves to him. Because for the first time, I think people think they can maybe lure him away. Don't discount the possibility that a lot of this has to do with our own innate desire to be wanted. 615-737-1045. Simple question. Do you want Tom Brady? If you're a Titans fan. We'll be right back and take more of your phone calls here on 104.5 The Zone. Zone. For content from 104.5 The Zone, head to our website and click on the podcast page for original podcast on-demand audio and your favorite shows. Get the best from the Wake Up Zone, Midday 180, 3HL, and the Big Six. Plus, check out originals like Paul Kuharski Elsewhere, Step One Learn Sports, The Pop Six, The Strike Zone, The Ultimate Tennessee Podcast, and more. Subscribe to our podcast feeds for Apple and Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify to have them download straight to your smartphone. Check it out now. 1045thezone.com slash podcast. Welcome back to the Big Six, 1045 The Zone. We're brought to you by Renner's Warehouse. They are dedicated to making renting your home easy, fast, and worry-free. Renters Warehouse, you can't buy happiness, but you can rent it. I'm Jason Martin on Twitter at jmartzone. Simple question tonight. I had some other topics, but I might just push those to tomorrow because we have a bunch of calls still coming in about this, and I probably should have expected it. But after Jeff Darlington came out and said that he would now be stunned if Tom Brady was wearing a Patriots uniform this fall, We all know where the Titans have been near the top of the odds in terms of where he could land, and there are reasons why it would make total sense for him to be here. My question is, for a Titans fan in particular, do you want Tom Brady? And if you want to predict whether or not he's going to be here, you can. And I disagree with some of the things that Tyron said when he called right before we took the last break, but uh, I asked if we could save that phone call because we may end up needing it at some point because he was very... He very much believes he's going to be a Titan, and this was a Patriots fan. Very interesting call, to say the least. Russell in Mount Juliet leads us off this segment. Russell, what's up? Well, I also wanted to talk about Brady. Sure. That the, the people, I have heard this too many times, about bringing Brady in, and maybe he could mentor our next quarterback. Well, I'm an older musician, and I have played with great musicians in my life, and music. It's just like any any other business. I have played with great musicians that are not teachers. They, they do their job, and they do it great, but they can't teach. And I do not see Brady being one to, to teach. 
I just don't see it. Uh, is that because you just don't think he would be willing to prepare somebody to take his job? No, I just don't think it's in his blood to be a teacher. What? Why? Why do you think that? I mean, I, that's an interesting point to make. But why do you reach that conclusion? I I really don't know. It's just something that I keep hearing, and just don't understand it because. A lot of people go, he's a great guitar player. He is so great. You know, I could take lessons from him. And you take lessons and you don't get anywhere. But as far as Brady, I don't know him. So it's just a gut feeling. Okay. All right. Look, gut feelings can, can turn out to be right as well. And there are many examples of the greatest in certain disciplines not being able to teach sometimes just not being willing to teach that's what i was trying to figure out is like were you saying he can't teach because his pride wouldn't allow him to give other people skill sets that could make them better than him even in the present even if it certainly wouldn't translate all time i mean jordan has not been good as an executive in the nba john elway i'm a denver broncos fan you probably know that uh that hadn't gone well but elway was one heck of a player my favorite of all time, as a matter of fact. It doesn't always translate. Sometimes it does. But there are also those guys that you look at and you're like, that guy's going to be a really good coach. Because you know he's not going to be a superstar player in the pros, but you're like, that guy is smart. He's got incredible acumen. His IQ's off the charts. He's going to be a great coach. I remember watching multiple players at Butler for years and just saying, that guy's going to be an awesome coach one day. And it sounds like a slight, but it's basically saying that dude's going to have a future in this sport, just not on the floor. But again, it's not a a perfect science. Some of the greats, it does translate, and some they don't. So I was just wondering, I was trying to get to the root of why he believed that, and Russell just basically said, hey, gut feeling. Fair enough. Scott in Spring Hill joins us next on the program. Scott, what's up? Hey, J. Mark. Uh, completely disagree with that last caller, by the way. If you look at Brady's history, you got Garoppolo, Jacoby Brissett. You've got uh, the other guy that took over for him when he got his knee injury. All were successful. So, But uh, that's beside the point. I wanted to make a different kind of angle here mm-hmm. because I haven't heard it yet. And that's, you know, Tom Brady has won six Super Bowls, been to nine. And you know, he's won everything he possibly can in New England, and that team's going nowhere. And you kind of look at it, and I think that he needs motivation to kind of to kind of reach that level of competition again, like or his competitiveness again. And what better place to do that with a friend of his that's also been mentored by Belichick and uh, Mike Vrabel? You know, they could pair up together and then go beat. Uh, the master at his own game, basically. That's kind of what I was thinking, you know. Well, hey, it would be fantastic. Yeah, that's interesting. The motivation thing is intriguing. His motivation continues to be to win Super Bowls because he can't ever seem to win enough of them. That's why he's still playing. Now, if he's able to enjoy what he's doing a little bit more in the process, that could be enticing to him. And I do think that there has been a bristly relationship between head coach and quarterback in Foxborough for a couple of seasons, dating back probably even before the Seth Wickersham article that our caller referenced a little bit earlier in the program. I don't want to try and get into Tom Brady's head and try to figure out what it is he's going to do based on 
anything. He loves football and he loves to win. He is relentlessly competitive and he still, I think, got a bit of a chip on his shoulder from where he was drafted. And again, this goes back to, I think, enjoying being chased. Enjoying having all of this attention because it's just always been a given that he was going back to the Patriots. But this is a guy that didn't get to play very much in college at Michigan, wasn't expected to do much in the pros, and probably people weren't coming after him like that when he came in. He's finally getting an opportunity, and it's amazing that somebody that's been as successful as he is and that is widely regarded to be the greatest to ever do it at the glitz position in all of American team sports. But some people can't ever forget the slights. Jordan in his Hall of Fame speech is a prime example. Jordan's the GOAT. Very few people would dispute that. But Jordan never forgot anything negative anyone ever said about him. I'm not saying that's a great thing for your character, but it can drive you to unbelievable success. And I still think Brady looks back to how many people passed on him and being sort of the unicorn that was able to do what most would look. What he did and when he was drafted, that's not the norm. But he did it. And I just think that it's winning Super Bowls. Wherever it gives him a best chance to do that, that's where he thinks he should be right now. And the question is, where is that? Is it Tennessee? Rod, Zach, we'll take your phone calls when we come back. we got to take one more break. We'll be right back. It's a big six on 104.5 The Zone. We're Tennessee's home for Southeastern sports. Talk about it here. The Sports Station, 104.5 The Zone. Final segment of the program, Big Six 104.5 The Zone. I'm Jason Martin on Twitter at jmartzone. You can follow me there. Many of you already do. I appreciate that. You're corresponding with me tonight. One topic, Tom Brady, Tennessee Titans. Jeff Darlingson on uh, ESPN said this morning he would be stunned if Tom Brady is still a Patriot in the fall, and he's trying to get people to actually believe him instead of coming after him every time he puts this update out there. Well, let me just tell you this. My colleague on Fox Sports Radio, Doug Gottlieb, who does his show in the afternoons, uh, he had Ben Volan on. And Ben Volan, who was about as plugged into the Patriots as just about anybody, Ben Volan, who was here for the combined practices at the beginning of the season and everything, well, Ben Volan went on his show just a little while ago and said this, quote, someone from the Brady camp wants it out there to light a fire under the Patriots. Ultimately, Robert Kraft will step up and make sure Brady doesn't leave. It's in everybody's best interest for him to come back, unquote. I'm not saying Ben Volan's right. I'm not saying Jeff Darlington's right. I think they both think they are right. Nobody's doing, this ain't a hot take contest here. But just know that that is also out there. And that's where I still believe this is. I just think that Tom Brady is in a negotiating phase and also enjoys being chased. But that, again, they have not met. The Patriots and Brady haven't met because of the CBA and trying to figure out what they can structure a new deal to look like and all this. They haven't had their chance to make their case to Tom Brady. And it just it baffles me. I can't wrap my brain around it yet that he's going to leave. So I'm still, my prediction hasn't changed. Let's take some phone calls before we get out of here. Rue is in Lebanon. Let's go to him. Rue, what's up? Hey, Jay Moore. I appreciate you having me on the show, man. Sure. To, to me, personally, you have to think about the one accolade that Tom Brady has not accomplished that Peyton has. 
Peyton won a championship with another team. Yep. Why yep. wouldn't Tom Brady want to do that? You know. I mean, it's as, a, and as far as the go ahead. Go ahead, Jake. No, go you're ahead, fine. Jay. No, 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 you're fine. I'll, I'll address whatever you. I'll address your whole call at the end. You go ahead. And as far as the Patriots, Robert Kraft, Tom Brady is the heart and soul of that team. We all know this. He is the he is the one, the heartbeat of the team. Without the heart, they can't win. Yeah, we know. But it, it is a system. Now, Bill Belichick's whole. Suarez uh, is a system, and it's an effective system, but it has to have a very integral part, an uh, important part, in order for it to run. Jimmy Garoppolo could run that system. I don't think they can get another quarterback at this point in time to run the system the way that Brady would. Yeah, I think – all right, I appreciate the call just so we can get to the others. Let me address what you said real quickly there at the end. There are there's a lot of thought that if Tom Brady leaves New England, they're gonna basically go from scratch and rebuild that team. That seems unthinkable because why would Belichick stick around for that? But they have a lot of guys making money that are veterans that are key contributors to keeping them as contenders that you're not paying unless you're sure of your quarterback situation. And if Brady leaves, I don't think that they're gonna have that plan immediately. So I think they're actually gonna take a few steps back for a few years and retool this thing, and it's going to be a fairly major rebuild for, for the Patriots. I don't, just don't think that they're ready to do that yet, so I still think there's a hard target towards Brady staying from Kraft, and when the pressure gets put on by the owner, I, I continue to believe the same thing. But let's go to Rod and Franklin, see what he has to say. Rod, what's up? Hey, I've uh, been listening to this conversation now for, it seems like months, yeah. but... Uh, uh, and being a Kansas City fan, you know, we went through that drought for a long time. And I just, you know, getting a quarterback like Brady, we've been through this, okay? And if you look at the history of quarterbacks that have gone through the Kansas City system, I mean, there are some great ones, you know. And uh, the one that stands out is Joe Montana. You know, we embraced Joe Montana. He was great for the system. Mm-hmm. But it just didn't work out. Right. You know? uh, when you look at the – when you look at uh, – quarterbacks that are in the, the the elite quarterbacks like Montana, Brady, uh, it's very rare that uh, that they're going to be able to go on and win a Super Bowl with the second team. And it's a double-edged sword. You know, you put your heart and soul into it, you think this is going to be the answer, then it sets you back another five or ten years. Just look at the 50-year drought of the Chiefs, uh, trying the same thing over and over again. I guess that's the, that's the uh, definition of insanity. Right. When you do the same thing over and over again. And I just wanted the Titans fans to have some caution in this because even though you're trying to get the quick payoff, it's probably not going to work, work out simply because more teams than not have tried this. And, uh, and eventually you've got to get a journeyman to come in like Alex Smith who's going to bring up a uh, number one draft pick like uh, Patrick Mahomes, and it will work out. And if that's the situation, then you know this may, this may be good in the long run, but if you're expecting Tom Brady to come in and win you a Super Bowl, I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, look, that's the thing. The Joe Montana experiment wasn't a failure except that he never won a Super Bowl. And what's the most likely thing that happens if Tom Brady leaves and goes elsewhere? He's not going to win a Super Bowl there because it's real hard. I don't know if you know this or not. But it's real hard to win a Super Bowl. Real, 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 real hard. 
Zach in Nashville. We only have like 30 seconds. What you got for me? Hey, so I think that the question of hubris here is, is something that you got to consider because I agree with you completely that this is a negotiation thing. And we feel like in my house, it would be really uh, surprising if you didn't end up with the Patriots because nobody looks at like even Peyton going to the Broncos or like especially Jordan going to the Wizards mm-hmm. or Joe Montana going to Chiefs and saying, I want to do that. Like that's how I want to end up. It's much more elegant to end on the same team. But if he thinks that he can go to a new team, then to me it feels like he thinks he's LeBron. Yeah, and maybe he does. And maybe that's maybe that's all that he has left. By the way, Brady's represents, reps have met at the Combine with the Raiders, the Colts, the Giants, and the Chargers per NFL Network. Titans not on that list. Liz Allison off the track. Next, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. God bless and good night from the Music City. Sponsored by.